Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Look, the banks notified Treasury for years of criminal activity by the Biden family. So the banks, the private banks, have been very cooperative. Who hasn't been cooperative are the Biden, uh, it, it's the Biden administration. So that's James Comer, who runs the committee that is going to have Hunter Biden in front of it under oath in about two weeks, the 13th, I think. Um, And so they're wrangling right now over whether it's behind closed doors or out in the public. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think behind closed doors tends to be better because you don't end up with the just grandstanding for the cameras. But I don't know. Um is this where the rubber meets the road and the comeuppance for the Biden crime family and all that? Or not? I mean, I've been all excited about a whole bunch of these hearings over the years, Benghazi and Fast and Furious and various things. Very seldom does anything ever actually happen. Stonewalling works. Yeah. My prediction on this is that uh, Hunter and his team, who have cleverly said, no, this has got to be out in public, because we're not going to let you people spin what happened behind closed doors. That's actually it's a pretty good argument. Um, but so he's going to get all the credit for agreeing to testify out in the open and public. And Comer's going to say, no, we want a behind closed doors, uh, you know, hearing. And, and, and Hunter will pull out. Hunter and his people will pull out. Well, Jonathan Turley had a long piece of the New York Post today about, you know, some of the things that Hunter's going to have to answer if they think out in the open is better. But. You read back to him, you know, the email, for instance, or the text, whatever it was, where he talks about, I'm sitting here with my dad, 
and uh, you better come through on the deal, or I have a long memory and all that. How's he going to explain that stuff? I'm sure he and his lawyers have gone over it a hundred times. He'll either say, I don't recall, or he'll say, oh, my dad wasn't sitting there. That was just an idle threat. We were selling the appearance of access, never any access, right. whatever. Whatever their spin is, but it's still, I'd love to see it happen. And then does it I just? Get, I'm very skeptical that it happens. And does it get? Oh, you don't think it'll happen at all? No, nah, I'm leaning no. Wow. And would it get any mainstream coverage if it does happen? Probably not. Hmm. I think it might. Uh, you remember how the mainstream media was starting to come around prior to you know the Israel Hamas thing and starting to report on it because I mean it was such a mountain of evidence that they were selling influence and the uh, there was a pretty good majority of the American people who said yeah I think they were doing something unethical or illegal uh, it was starting to get some steam and then if you want to get conspiratorial with Joe Biden you know tying his low Gallup poll numbers are there enough people who say hey this is the way we push him out the door Democrats on yes that. Yes, yeah. If indeed he needs to be pushed out the door, um, sometimes Grandpa knows he has to give up the keys, and is 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 happy enough to give them up next year. Well, January of twenty five. Uh, and again, I must ask, putting aside the absurdity of the idea that he's going to run for another term, can he serve out this one? Anyway. Speaking of uh, great grand POTUS, uh, where's where's our signature Joe Biden clip, uh, Michael? We had decided to transition to that one where he's like mumbling, but I haven't heard it in weeks. I will uh, bring it up. This this is going to come up in your next review. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wow, and at Christmas uh, the, time, uh, great. Oh yeah, Christmas Eve is when we do annual reviews, and they are harsh. <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> We all have a little eggnog and get chewed out. A <laughs> uh, little note to my wife. I have to take back your presents. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so uh, the old man, the great Grand POTUS, is not attending the U.N. Climate Conference, COP28, whatever that stands for. What does that stand for? Climate something? Anyway, uh, it's being held in Dubai of the UAE. And Dubai is the, the, the crown jewel of uh, United Arab Emirates, known for private jets, giant yachts, and other symbols of carbon-heavy living, all made on oil dollars, well, yeah, petrodollars. The only reason that chunk of desert has so many gazillionaires and skyscrapers is because of uh, you know, monarchy and oil. In their thriving manufacturing hub. No, no, it's all oil. Every bit of it is oil. Uh, also, the guy in charge of the climate conference runs the National Oil Company. So this is uh, this is somewhat controversial among the climate uh, change community. And, you know, it's worth mentioning, I may be the perfect commentator for this. Both ignorant and belligerent. I kid. Um, I want desperately to move beyond fossil fuels and have a green world where we take care of Mother Earth, the greatest gift from God. I'm not against that. I just don't appreciate being lied to or being defrauded in the name of some wonderful cause. We must solve this problem. Therefore, I will funnel hundreds of millions of dollars of your tax dollars to my cronies to solve this problem. I just don't appreciate being defrauded. Right. The why Joe Biden isn't going is its own question. He has gone in past years, and he's not going this year with their explanation being, well, he's got two wars he's dealing with, which is a decent explanation. 
Well, let me decode that for you. He's ancient, and this is a useless exercise in futility. So if we're going to make an old man travel around the world, it ought to be for something that matters, and this is just silly. For what it's worth, uh, UAE is pitching itself as a renewable energy champion as well and is making the argument that, hey, we extract oil extremely responsibly, and we're working on it, making it even more responsible. You're going to need oil and gas for at least a few decades, and that is undeniably true. Um, it is but, a little like having your sexual harassment training at a strip club, though. Why, <laughs> it's very much like that. Why wouldn't you meet like in, at the edge of the Brazilian rainforests and make the point about how many acres are destroyed every day or something, as opposed to, here are gazillionaires living off oil and flying around in jets? I think that a large part... Let me put it like this. Very smart people who are making gobs, mountains of money... Use the energy of the Greta Thunberg crowd to really whip up the climate change industry. You have stolen my childhood. How exactly. dare you? How dare you, young lady? Anyway, uh, so, yeah, they're, they're opportunists, and, and the UAE offered them tons of money and, and luxuries and stuff to come and have their phony conference. Um, I thought it was really revealing. Uh, Ian Bremmer, in his G0 uh, newsletter, did a back and forth with uh, Eurasia Group Vice President Gerald Butts, who was part of Canada's delegation at the first Paris Agreement in 2015. Um, and, and I'll just, I'll read you a little bit of it because I think it shows you, well, it makes the point I was trying to make. So Ian asks, uh, what, uh, Gerald, what was the Paris Agreement and what has been your experience of COP meetings in the past? But says, the Paris Agreement was really about countries agreeing to take their own path to a common outcome. Every COP since then has been an attempt to fill in the blanks of how different countries are going to get to carbon neutral and serves as a reporting and accountability mechanism of how much progress each country has made. I think that from a big picture dynamic, the really hard issues still haven't been settled. Like, what is the role of oil and gas in a net zero world and in a decarbonized energy system? Like, who's going to pay for all the negative consequences? Or who is going to pay for poorer countries to be able to absorb the most negative consequences of climate change those three big issues haven't been sorted out i do understand well, the uh, poorer countries argument of wait a second y'all big countries got to get rich during the industrial revolution on the really efficient oil and th- those kind of fuels but now we're supposed to make a go of it with this stuff that doesn't work so well what well, they, he didn't even make that argument. You read my mind. I was about to point out that that's the most powerful argument the developing world has. They're talking about who will compensate whatever <clears throat> Vietnam when the ocean rises by an inch. Yeah, we're not going to get to that ever. And one more Q&A I thought was revealing. Uh, Ian says, speaking of which, what do you think of the recent revelations that the UAE is using the event to prompt fossil fuel negotiations? They're actually allegedly using the event to draw energy ministers from all over the world so they can sign oil deals with them. And it's there's pretty good evidence that that is indeed happening. Uh, some progressive, uh, some say that progressive candidates haven't proven they can win by pushing an aggressive climate change agenda. Do you think this is a problem? Well, I wouldn't agree with that assessment, actually. There are a lot of examples of successful candidates who ran on aggressive climate agendas. Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, Emmanuel Macron. Okay, how much have they accomplished? How much have they spent to accomplish right. that? 
how many of their taxpayer dollars have been wasted or distributed to cronies? And then finally, you've, uh, you said you've remained optimistic about climate because the youth around the globe will push or vote their leaders in their best interests. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's, it is a classic example of H.L. Mencken's you invent or identify a bugaboo, claim you have the plan to solve it, and then siphon lots and lots of money away from people. Meanwhile, China's building another coal plant. They, they finished it as we spoke. And the third world is saying what Jack said. Look, we got to feed our people. So how about you all work on climate change? Give me that gasoline. Does carbon neutral matter to you? Like, uh, I was looking uh, on, on, uh, on the Apple website, and the, the new phone is carbon neutral, or the new watch bands. This one's carbon neutral. This one is. Oh, that? Yeah. No. I don't care about no. that at all. I roll I just, my eyes. I just it's don't idiotic. know. Because I'm a bad person, or, or uh, other people that matters to you. Does that matter to you? I'm not against it. I'm just looking at, okay, that's a product. The entire segment of the economy that that product represents is one one millionth of the economy and one ten millionth of the carbon output in the world. So my watch band is carbon neutral. Hey, freaking la. <laughs> what the hell do I care? <laughs> and they tout it. They make a big deal oh, out of it. Well, it's, it's, it's uh, virtue signaling, tribal uh, signaling. That's fine. It's just silly. Uh, uh, picture that's flying around about one of the hostage releases there in Israel that uh, that I really like will get a lot of attention. And Israel's announcement out uh, it's end, this weekend. We're going back to it. All right, whatever whatever's happening this weekend, we're we're back to the fighting. Among other things, on the way. Stay here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So a friend heard me talking about the fact that my son really wants a monkey for Christmas and um, I've I've said no, but uh, he's wearing me down with his relentless monkey talk and research. And so this friend of mine sent me a, uh, from WikiHow, how to take care of a monkey, 15 need-to-know tips. 
<laughs> and uh, it's actually it's pretty handy. The Beginner's Guide to Caring for a Pet Monkey. Keep your monkey happy and healthy with our trusted advice. Owning a pet monkey comes with big challenges, but they can make joyful, lifelong companions. Caring for a monkey requires loads of time, money, and patience, and it's one of the biggest commitments you'll ever make. (laughs) That's a heck of a statement. It's one of the biggest commitments I'll ever make? Like getting married or having children or something? Providing a strong cage equipped with lots of toys. And prepare to spend many hours playing with your monkey and helping him feel comfortable. Anyway, so I was going through some of these tips about the... You seem a little on edge, Chim Chim. What can I do to make you more comfortable? I like this. Follow your state's legal regulations regarding monkey cage dimensions, entryways, and locks. The larger the cage, the better. Provide fresh water and food daily. Well, that's that's a no-brainer. You really shouldn't get a monkey. An animal you have to lock in a cage. Mm. Okay, let's, let's relive this special moment from The Simpsons. Bart, the kids are on. The monkey's on my part of the sofa. Arnie, he's clearly marked his territory. <sighs> Bart, can I get a duck? You already have a monkey. Can he get a duck? No! <laughs> so it says here... <laughs> so Ross had a monkey on Friends. Homer had a monkey on The Simpsons. Right. It's a comment. My, my son and I, this is probably what got him started. I was, this probably is what got him started. Because we got on the topic of Ronald Reagan. Why? Oh, because Ronald Reagan was featured on Futurama. Ronald Reagan's head, if you've ever watched Futurama. But, um, oh, yes. Uh, Ronald Reagan was featured, and we got on the topic of the president. I said, you know, an interesting thing about uh, President Reagan, he's, he's an actor. He's an actor. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's a big star. And then I showed him clips of. Ronald Reagan in the bedtime for Bongo movies? Bonzo. Bonzo, in which he, uh, you know, he was treating a monkey with very serious tones. And that's probably what got my son started. He saw Ronald Reagan putting a monkey to bed in a crib, and it looked charming and fun. It was a chimpanzee, wasn't it? Well, it says here, monkeys are an order of primates, which is divided in different families, blah, blah, blah. Each type of monkey has unique characteristics. Before you decide which type to get, conduct do a lot of research. Squirrel monkeys, spiders, and macaques are all types of monkey people keep as pets. Some are more social, while others can be on the nervous side. Nervous monkey's a good band. I don't know if I want a nervous monkey around my house. It says here, apes, such as chimpanzees, gibbons, and orangutans, are not monkeys and should not be kept as pets. So you're not supposed to have a chimpanzee or an orangutan. Yes, uh, Katie? Have you ever had an exotic animal before? Like, do you have any experience in having an animal that's not a domestic pet? Uh, I have a gecko lizard that I take care of. pretty much the same as a chimp. (laughs) (laughs) Roughly the same level of uh, concern and care. You know, I feed it every five days, and it drinks like a drop of water a month. So, I'm sorry. Back to that website. I should or I should not have a 600-pound orangutan as a pet. It says here in WikiHow, <laughs> they are much stronger than humans and become can become quite dangerous in a domestic situation. Step two from WikiHow. Really, if you're looking at WikiHow and whether or not you should get a monkey, you are by definition the sort of person that shouldn't get a monkey. Uh, Be ready for a huge commitment. Bringing a monkey into your home is almost as big a commitment as deciding to have a child. Monkeys require attention all day, every day. 
Wow. And unlike cats and dogs, it cannot be left at home for extended periods of time. All right. The monkey, it's worse than getting a lion. The monkey may become aggressive. When monkeys are babies, they are dependent and sweet like baby humans. But when they reach sexual maturity, oh, my God, yeah, I'm going to oh. get raped by a monkey. Uh-oh. <sighs> that monkey's going to have its way with me, whether I like it or not. When they reach sexual maturity, which happens at around age three or four, their behavior can become unpredictable. Monkeys are wild animals in bold. And unlike cats and dogs, they've not been socialized. Living a monkey who has bonded with a human as a baby may be unpredictable. Bite and attack its owner and become quite difficult to live with as an adult. Good Lord, why doesn't this thing just say, don't get a monkey? That should be step one on how to have, on what it's like to have a monkey. Don't get a monkey! This will be the worst decision you've ever made in your life, bar none, if you get a monkey. Don't do it. You and or your children will be horribly, horribly hurt by this pet. Don't do it. That's my wiki how tip. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Working to try to extend that ceasefire after it expires and hoping that some of the nine American citizens the FBI still believes are being held in Gaza are included. Now, the White House saying it does not think that Hamas is trying to use those American citizens as leverage, but so far only a single American has been released. The White House thinks Hamas is not using the American hostages as leverage. Because what? That would be uncool or something? You really don't think they've done any strategizing as to when to let the Americans out or that that helps with having the United States on the side of a ceasefire, having the American hostages still? Really? That is one of the most absurd claims I have ever heard, How do you personally s- or professionally. How do you say that as a grown-up? Wow. Uh, here is former NATO commander James Stravitis on how Hamas has taken advantage of this ceasefire. 
What is happening is always the way in war, which is that a ceasefire, a pause, however you want to categorize it, always favors the weaker side. And militarily, of course, that's Hamas. So what is happening in real time in those tunnels under Gaza, 300 miles of tunnels, uh, Hamas is rearming, resupplying, maneuvering their troops around, building in booby traps, building in IEDs, improvised explosive devices, shielding those hostages. They are strengthening their position. So if you go to the Israeli Pentagon today, um, they are challenged deeply and they are thinking through their responses. Yeah. They are, in a very real sense, trading the hostages' lives for soldiers' lives going forward. And it could be one for one. It might be two for one soldiers for hostages yeah, who Mike, will be killed. Yep, Mike Lyons said that. Uh, Joe Scarborough was talking about that this morning on MSNBC. He said, I know this is grim, but this is just a reality. More Israeli soldiers are going to die because of this pause. Uh, that's absolutely true. Um couple of things. I was going through my notes from the week we were off and some stuff that I've skipped. I like this one. Somebody had a picture here. It's amazing how quickly the world forgot that this is what the streets of Gaza looked like when Hamas terrorists brought the hostages in and the bodies of Israelis into the Strip. Remember later that day on October 7th when they brought back uh, dead in some cases, beaten and naked in some cases, or just tied up in some cases. The streets were filled with people cheering. For those of you who just think it's awful anytime anybody comes close to uh, conflating the normal Palestinians in the street with Hamas. The streets were it was like it was like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade of enthusiasm. Yeah, I was going to say New Year's Eve Times Square. Yeah, it was a festival. Yeah, and, and running along the trucks and beating on the people that were laying in the trucks, the the the, the, the uh, Jewish people, grandmas, kids, women, whatever, that had been drug out of their homes. Spitting ah. on their corpses, yeah. No, I don't think every Palestinian believes that or participated, but man, a lot of them do. Hey, when was the last time you saw clips from one of those Hamas children's shows? I just happened to the other day again, where their Sesame Street teaches them to hate Jews. That's the number one purpose of the show. And that's on the government broadcast channels, anywhere that Hamas is in charge. And it can't be said enough. They had an election back in 20-whatever it was, 2008. Uh, they voted for Hamas. They voted in Hamas. Hamas's popularity has grown on the West Bank. There are a lot of West Bankers now are saying, hey, bring in Hamas to, uh, to run this part of uh, our area as well. This happened the other day, forgot to mention it. The defense minister, Gallant, he said, we do not distinguish, the defense minister of Israel, we do not distinguish between Hamas terrorists with AK-47s in Gaza and terrorists with suits in lavish hotels. We will eliminate them all. So they'll be coming for you. I don't know if you ever uh, saw what the Mossad did to all those kidnappers from back in the 72 Olympics. Took them years, but they found them and they got them. This one I really, really loved. It had a meme that went along with it. It had a fake picture of somebody whispering in Netanyahu's ear. We'd better stop the fighting now. The editor of poetry for the New York Times has resigned. I don't know if you heard <laughs> this last week, but, but Ann Boyer resigned from the New York Times as the New York Times poetry editor with a strong letter. Mm. Um, I, re I have resigned as the poetry, poetry editor of the New York Times. 
The Israel State's U.S.-backed war against the people of Gaza is not a war for anyone. There is no safety in it or from it, not for Israel, not for the United States or Europe, especially not for the many Jewish people slandered by those who claim falsely to fight in their names. What are you talking about? What do you suggest Israel do, sweetheart? Because of our status quo is self-expression, sometimes all artists have left is to refuse. Oh, you brave artists refusing to do your art in the name of trying to affect major world events. God, you're so precious with your self-importance and and, and being naive and just m- moronitude. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of skilled wordsmiths. Because of our status quo, because our status quo is self-expression, sometimes all artists have left is to refuse. So I refuse. I won't write about poetry alongside the reasonable, in quotes, this is about her own newspaper, New York Times, reasonable tones of those who aim to uh, help us acclimate to an unreasonable suffering. No more ghoulish euphemisms. No more sanitized hell words. No more warmongering lies. And then this last line that really stings from the poetry editor of the New York Times who has resigned. If this resignation leaves a hole in the news the size of poetry, then that is the true shape of the present. No! Oh, the true shape of the... What now? (laughs) A hole in the news of size of poetry. Roses are red, violets are blue. Biden's a crackpot, and so are you. (laughs) Get the hell out of here! God, aren't you precious? I mean, it's nice that those people exist in the world. Just don't be in charge of anything important. And I mean anything at all. I mean, not the bake sale at your school. Nothing that has any consequence whatsoever. Don't come near it. Go ahead and write poetry and paint paintings and write songs, but do not have any decision-making power. I agree 100%. Oh, my God. Oh, that reminds me. At some point, we have to reset the painful, astounding Oakland yeah. City Council yeah. meeting uh, testimony. Let's do oh, that. Yeah. Let's do that next segment because it is one, oh. of the, one of the most troubling things I've ever heard. But I wanted to mention this, and I didn't grab the audio. I should have. It was either BBC News or Sky News, or are those the same thing? Or are those different things? Those are uh, Sky News is a, a, a subsidiary, I think, of BBC News. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, foreign news organization, organization, and a, uh, a lovely woman with a British accent talking to a representative from Israel, and she actually said. As her opening question, and the guy was so, like, flummoxed initially, he could barely talk, but then he was uh, uh, quite um, uh, eloquent in explaining how off-put he was by her question. So, as you know, Hamas has made this deal where Israel has to give three prisoners, three to one, three prisoners for every innocent that they get back. So people snatched out of their homes, babies as young as 10 months old, grandmas, whatever, um, who got nothing to do with nothing. They're just innocent civilians. If you want one of those, you need to give us three prisoners that in some cases cre- you know, committed violence already against his innocent Israelis. Mm-hmm. And the question from this person was, you giving back three for every one, is this an indication that you feel like Palestinians are only worth a third as much as... An Israeli person. Wow. And like I said, he was so flummoxed. He was like, why? It's like, 
oh my God, but then he gathered himself and explained, this is what Hamas wanted for one thing, and no, but to portray... Yeah, they wanted 10 to 1. <laughs> yeah, and in the past, they gave, remember that story, they gave like 1,500, 2,000 prisoners back to get one Israeli soldier at one point years ago. But anyway, no, this is what Hamas is demanding so they can get as many people back as possible. And you portrayed it as this is Israel showing that they don't see uh, Palestinians as full human beings. I mean, it takes three Palestinians to equal one Israeli. That is, I mean, you're so crazy to ask that question. How are you in the news business? I am still searching for the perfect word to describe someone who is intelligent but completely lacking in perspective and wisdom because they're all over the place. I mean, their IQs are plenty high. They've taken uh, learned classes at auspicious universities and, uh, you know, they're intelligent. But they are so completely unwise and unable to perceive reality as it exists around them. I just, there's got to be a word for that. If you know it, email it. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com because I'm going to wear the bitch out. I would have been tempted to answer that question with, yep. You're right. You're absolutely right. That is it exactly. We believe Palestinian human beings are worth a third of uh, of Israelis. So that's the deal we've made. We see them as less. What are you talking about, you crazy person? You're an idiot. Get out of my office. (laughs) Would have been a perfectly reasonable response. Oh, my God. Uh, Anyway, if you want to hear something that will depress you, actually, it's not depressing. It's frightening. It's just flat out frightening. Uh, It's almost energizing some of the pro hamas and this is not just pro-palestinian this is flat out pro hamas speakers at the oakland city council meeting the other night we'll have that for you next armstrong and getty Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. conversation with Stevie Wonder last night, who is... I love Stevie Wonder. (laughs) Again, for the serious question, 
He's very concerned about the black agenda falling along the wayside. Is this president amenable to meeting with Stevie Wonder, who has these concerns? As far as a meeting with the president, I certainly am not aware of any meetings uh, with with um, um, Mr. Wonder. Uh, yeah, so those kind of questions still go on in the White House press briefing room. She answered that for like 90 seconds about, uh, is there anything we can say to calm down Stevie Wonder? <laughs> yeah, I understand it went on for quite some time, the Stevie Wonder discussion. <laughs> um, I just came across a uh, big banner somewhere where they're having the protest, one of those Trans rights are Palestinian rights. I just can't even wrap my head around this stuff. It's it makes parody impossible. You how can you mock it? It it, it is it is so mocking of itself that you can't add humor to it. They would throw you off of a building. They will jail you for ten years for being gay. They despise homosexuals, transgender anything. They would kill you. They would kill their own daughter if they caught her with another girl. Oh, regularly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trans rights or Palestinian rights. You're nuts. I mean, they you're kill actually, their daughters if they marry the wrong dude. You're actually nuts. Anyway, speaking of nuts, Oakland City Council meeting the other night. They had four and a half hours of comments before the city council voted. The headline was City Council of Oakland votes unanimously to uh for on a resolution saying we need to have a ceasefire in israel okay which allows hamas to win having done what they did but that aside and why is oakland why is the city council weighing in on wars with other countries who asked you (laughs) who asked you what role do you play in this they did not condemn hamas though somebody did get some writing in some at one point condemning the october 7th attacks that got voted down Six to two. So you couldn't get a majority of the city council to vote for that. You did get the anonymous ceasefire. Um, And here are some of the people that were really worried about condemning Hamas, apparently. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab, asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October 7th, including children, were killed by the IDF. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to... Thank you. Your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question. Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been a lot of atrocity propaganda ranging from claims of beheaded babies to mass rape. Hamas is not a terrorist organization just because the U.S. and Israel um, deems it so. Hamas is a resistance organization that is fighting for the liberation of Palestinian people and their land. That's horrifying. So you got the combination of people who don't believe it happened, and then the other crowd that says, well, even if it did happen, it was completely justified. That is troubling. I'd say. 
It's disturbing. It, uh, as we mentioned earlier, it, it absolutely supports what I've been trying to tell y'all, which is there are a hell of a lot of people who believe this stuff. They've been indoctrinated, and the indoctrination worked. Again, that was about four to one women to men there, which I continue to find uh, very interesting. Um, these people believe it vehemently. Our young people have been indoctrinated into some seriously hateful ideologies, and we got a problem. And Joe Biden doesn't agree with you. Hillary Clinton doesn't agree with you. I mean, you're way out there, let alone, you know, everybody on the Republican side. You're way out there on a limb. Boy, our schools, our universities are so diseased, though. How long will it take to clean out the infection? I don't know. If, if we have the will to even do it, I'm not sure we do. Because we don't have the media on our side. We don't have education on our side. Yeah, that's highly disturbing, some of those things those people said. And, and you know what's especially disturbing about it is... They said them to uh, applause. Well, right, yeah. There are absolutely arguments to be made about Israel's policies through the years or settlements or the rest of it. And they're absolutely reasonable arguments. Um, there are plenty of things Israel has done that I've been critical of, but um, it never comes up. They just resort to the... Uh, professor-implanted or school-implanted doctrine of their cult, of the oppressor-oppressed worldview, of the colonializer this and the, you know, the the, the genocide that. There's no freaking genocide. There's a war going on, and it's incredibly costly to civilian lives. But what nobody ever explains to anybody is, how is Israel supposed to live side-by-side with Hamas at this point? Hamas went on the talk shows and said, yeah, we were pretending to be a responsible partner and a neighbor and pretending to govern, but we've been cooking this up as a, for the last three years to go in and slaughter them, and it worked great. So where does Israel go from there? Go ahead, Oakland City Council uh, witnesses. Explain that. Yeah, and they're vowing to do it again. Right, yeah. Again, the, the fact that a lot of people are wrong about something, I mean, that's that's just, that's mankind. But the energy, the vehemence, the anger, the toleration for violence, the toleration for atrocities yeah, that, that these people hold in their hearts. And these are Americans. That is amazing. I mean, when we, and we shouldn't have done this, but when we were stacking people and pointing at them in Iraq. Remember that? Abu Ghraib, sure, yeah. Stacking them and pointing at them. It was just a horror. But setting babies on fire? You're okay with? Wow. Or you deny it happened. Yeah. One of the two. Jeez, that's really, really troubling. I'd like to hear more of that, but it's four and a half hours. I'm sure there's a lot of droning nonsense that is boring as hell, but... Yeah, but I, I think you make an excellent point that side by side you have that never happened with, of course that happened and it was deserved. Are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. Yeah. And those people don't stop and say, whoa, 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 we got to settle this yeah, uh, first. Right, right. This is a pretty major break between the two of us, whether it but happened not, or not. It's not for them. They're willing to gloss over the fact that I don't even believe it happened. Okay, but we're on the same side. Right, wow. right. we got to tear down the oppressor. We've got to tear down the system. Uh, workers of the World Unite didn't work, so it's downtrodden of the World Unite. If you miss a segment or an hour, get it in podcast form. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.